This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, we wrap up the podcast week. Jerry and Eddie are in as Al is uh, jetting off to Italy today, actually. I thought he was going last night. He's actually going tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do know he listened to our podcast from yesterday. He did. And enjoyed a lot of what you had to say about the 30 for 30. Now, that having been said, uh, the response I got on Twitter from the fact that you are not involved in the Mike and the Mad Dog 30 for 30 is literally 100% in favor of why the hell not. Yeah, and I uh, heard Joe and Evan also uh, said something about it as well. Uh, as to, because uh, I, I guess they interviewed Damon Amandalara. Yeah, which is and, now no disrespect to, to Damon. No, I, he, great they, guy. He goes by DA on the CBS Sports Network. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's a good talk show host. I honestly have no idea what insight he gives you opposed to just a listener. Like, why right. I don't understand why you wouldn't use. Guys that worked on the show. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, Damon's in the industry, so, you know, perhaps he has a little better perspective than your average listener because he is in in the industry, but he never worked for FAN full-time, didn't work on the show, so, you know, but... Odd. Not for me to say. No, and I'm not asking you to. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I don't... I, I just... There are certain people I think should have been included in that before you go a route like that. That's all. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him not to be in it, but if you're not, then I don't get his correlation to it. But whatever. That's the way it goes. So you should feel good about yourself. People, A, like you. Well, thank you. And B, people are behind you for this 30 for 30 thing, which is what it will be, and, and so on. Thank you, podcast people. Now, in a lot of cases, Eddie... Al likes to bring up Pornhub stories often. Okay. I mean, like sure. oh, it's studies and, and, and polls, and I don't do that. Okay. But what I will do is uh, I'll take a page out of Al's book. When usually after we do a story or a study, he will follow up with it the next day mm-hmm. because he seems to get this stuff before it breaks. I don't know how it, it, he does that. Well, he's maybe more of, a, he has. more of a pervert than we give him credit for. Yes, that's possible, but I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't mean just in terms of the porn oh, studies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of different weird stories he has, he seems to have it before it breaks on Yahoo or you see it on Twitter. Uh, and in this case, this is kind of uh, correlated to it, but maybe not really. We we discussed yesterday the fake boob, not the well, yeah, the fake boob story, the right. actress who had mm-hmm. her breasts done and found out she was allergic to. Either the, uh, the the material it's made out of mm-hmm. or whatever it's filled with, whatever. So it's funny. I get home yesterday and I had two or three people tweet at me a study that just came out. And it's a good study because it is from, hold on, let me find where it is from. Uh, let's see. That's, uh, it'd be good if I actually read it first, but whatever. Well, whatever. I'll just read it to you. 
And this was in the newspaper today as well, I believe. It turns out, oh, this is from the Journey of Female Health Sciences. Okay. I don't know what that means. Or the journal, maybe. Yeah. In a study of national breast sizes from uh, the U.S. and all around the world, Mm -hmm. the United States has the biggest breasted women in the world. Are you surprised by that? uh, No, I'm not, just because of the, I guess, the the sort of person that makes up our population. Uh, I would not be surprised by that. And as you would say, Jerry, that's why this is the greatest country in America. <laughs> well, I don't know that that's why I would say that, but I mean, that's certainly that's a certainly good reason. Why, uh, yeah, why not? And we talked briefly about this before we started the podcast about three hours ago. Yes. Uh, and it is not due to implants. These are natural breast sizes. And interestingly enough, coming in number two, Canada. Interesting, oh, but also a similar uh, genetic makeup, Correct. if you will, in terms of the ancestry of yes, both places. Exactly, and then I'll give you, I'll round out the top five: uh, Ireland, mm-hmm. Poland, and the UK, and the Netherlands are far number six. Okay, well there you so, go. That's still and a they have lot no of- reason. There's no data. They honestly, and even reading the article, there's no reason for this that they can come up with. So it's a lot of, in our heritage, a lot of uh, Northern Europeans then. So why is it that the Northern Europeans have uh, larger mammaries than Right. And you're on record as saying you like big-breasted women, so. Yes, of course. (laughs) I love how you don't deny anything. It's tremendous. No. Why am I going to deny that? Well, I I don't think you would, actually. Uh, What do you got on the docket this week? Now, we'll be in tomorrow. We'll wrap up the Boomer and Carton show. Today was Boomer and Chris Sims. Yes. Boomer, very engaged today. Very much so. Was all over uh, all over us. Let's go, let's go, let's get this going, and let's, uh, you know, do more drops and all that stuff. Would you say Boomer today was more of the softball Boomer than he is normal weekday morning uh, Boomer? Oh, for sure, because when Craig's here, he just defers to Craig, and Craig is the quarterback. But today, it was Boomer. All Boomer today. Mm-hmm. And now, I, th- I had said to him he had diarrhea of the mouth. I don't think he liked that because he gave no, me a glare. No, he did give you a dirty look. He did. But would you, I mean, it was true, though. I mean, there was one point I was listening in the newsroom. Chris couldn't get a word in. No. No, he was just running tremendous. on and on. And also, he did too much with the hockey. I mean, hockey free agency, I mean, who cares? Nobody cares. Yeah, I get it. I understand. But, you know, here's the one thing about that that I don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I can't bring this up with Al. Maybe Al will listen to this later on the plane, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I can't bring it up because when Al has his mind made up about something. Oh, forget, yes. It's made up. You're not changing it. Correct. I've accepted that that's fine. Yes. The notion that hockey is hideous. And I understand what the rating, I get the ratings nationally mm-hmm. are terrible. Right. You can't defend it. But why do we jump in the pool head first and say, okay, that's the way it is, rather than try to change that? Uh, well, I think maybe we you, you might be overestimating our influence. Uh, but, but I guess what I'm saying is I don't know, and I don't know how the I don't know how the ratings work. I really don't understand the radio ratings at all. Mm-hmm. I, I've been around this for how many years? Twenty years I've been around here. I still don't get it's it. It's bizarre. I don't understand how five minutes of talking about the Rangers sinks an audience that badly and i only go for my own listening um time when i'm listening to a show i like unless it drags on i usually stick with the show i like the show yes you like the personalities of the show oh i I agree with you it's just sort of been 
you know, that's kind of a thing we do is to but just why, not all right, boomer. But you've been around, and we've discussed this. You were around in the in the heyday of Mike and the Mad Dog. Yes. You were around when uh, the Rangers won the Stanley Cup in 1994, mm-hmm. right? It was wall-to-wall hockey. It wasn't like, yes. all right, listen, the Rangers in the Stanley Cup, let's give it 15 minutes and move on to the Mets. Right. But, but it really only picked up, and this is always the case, once you get to the conference finals. Even even in 94? Even in 94. You would say? Yes. I mean, it, my God, didn't didn't Mike and Chris, weren't they traveling from Houston to wherever they were going with yeah, the Rangers were, was, and the Knicks? It was insane. Now, and they did do a lot of, uh, even in the first two rounds, uh, they did uh, shows from the Garden. And the first round that year, I believe, was uh, Rangers Islanders. So that had uh, added interest just because it was two locals going at it. So that year, perhaps more than others, there was you know more interest from the start. And the fact that both the Knicks and the Rangers uh, were involved. But I tell you this, on an average year, you get a halfway decent Nick team that has a pulse compared to a first-place Rangers team. The Knicks are going to just drive the calls and the talk. You know, but by, let me, all, right, all right, that's great. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Why, do, why are we so reliant on what the callers want to talk about when we analyze that? Now, I'll say it from this reason. We don't get calls on the Giants and Yankees very often. No, we do not. And you can make the argument those are the two most successful franchises we have in New York. Correct. So, Agreed. So how does that... How does that work then? Well, because there's less drama. There's less of, of uh, you know, they're boring, quite honestly. They win. They win quietly. They, you know, have a dignity and class about them. They're not a hot mess like the Jets and the Mets. And that's the intrigue. That's the drama. You look at all these, you know, the reality TV sort of phenomena of just freak shows that people want. That's that's more interesting than the sort of this is how we go about our business and, you know, we're very professional. And that's to their credit. But in terms of what is going to grab people's attention, it's the more that's the hot mess. It's the salacious stuff. That's just the right. society we live in. I guess what I'm saying, though, is based on what you're talking about, we should never talk about the Giants or Yankees because people don't call about them. Right. But, you know, we, we you know, that's an extreme you know, extrapolation of the point, but, you know, you're still going to talk about those things. I suppose. All right, let's get into something you're into. I don't even know if you are. You must be aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know what today is? Uh, today is the, uh, I know there were, it's the anniversary, or yesterday was the anniversary of two no-hitters in one day. No, you're, you're thinking sports. I'm thinking more along the lines uh, of you. Oh, of me? Yes. Uh, no, I am ignorant. Today is the second annual Asteroid Day. You didn't mm, know that? I did not know that. How do you that. not know that? Well, I, well, tell me about it, Jerry. Inform me. Well, that's to raise global awareness about uh, asteroids hitting the Earth. Ah, uh, yes. Near-Earth objects. Yes. This is a million space rocks have the potential to hit us. Yes. Right. Yeah, I'm aware of this, and there's uh, sort of plans in the works to develop ways. Once they know something is going to cross our orbit and impact us, something of significant size... There are studies underway to, uh, you know, to try to move them out of the way and to launch uh, rockets to them and land on them and then just nudge them just a tiny bit when they're far enough out. And that little nudge, if they're far enough out, will be enough to have them not cross our orbit. Now, wasn't there about three or four months ago, wasn't there one of these space guys saying we were going to get hit by an asteroid like within weeks? Yeah, there's a lot of um, um, doomsayers out there and... 
and and people who believe all sorts of wild uh, things. But uh, if you listen to the true astrophysicists, you know, the, the risk is is minimal. Now, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I'm fascinated by this. If I ask you for the top astrophysicist, do you could you name some of them? I, I, well, I know I don't know if he's at the top of his field, but the one of the most popular people is Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, the, sure. The guy who do you remember? Well, you might be a little young. You remember the the uh, Carl Sagan series Cosmos? No. And then a few years ago, Neil deGrasse Tyson sort of redid it uh, uh, for Fox. Huh. I know Tyler Sagan. I don't know Carl Sagan Dyson. I don't know really? You don't know Carl Sagan? No. That means nothing to me. means nothing to me. Nope. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, could you uh, give me a Mount Rushmore of astrophysicists? Oh, living and, and dead? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, in a way, you go back to Copernicus. Who was oh, the, Copernicus. I thought he plays for the 49ers. Uh, no, he does not. Oh. Uh, he was the first to put forth a heliocentric view of the universe as opposed to a geocentric view of the universe. Does that mean <laughs> anything to you? What does that mean? <laughs> geocentric, Earth at the center, geo, geology, right. geo. Right. Uh, that, was, um, that was the view that the Earth was the center of the all of creation. And then Copernicus came along and was looking at the way the stars moved and the planets moved. And he said, yeah, the sun is the center. And this was before we knew that there were other stars and other galaxies and all that stuff. But he was the one who first put that. Uh, so that's forward. Copernicus. Yeah. So he's on the Mount Rushmore. Sure. We've got Sagan. Yes, Carl. Absolutely. Not the guy who plays for the Dallas Stars, but this guy. Correct. So that's two. Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, there's two a, more. a guy named, uh, his last name, I believe, is, I forget his first name, is uh, Guth, I believe. Guth. Uh, what does he do? Uh, and there's also, uh, he might be more of a particle physis, uh, physicist. Uh, uh, Smoot is another one. Guth, Smoot, yeah. Sagan, Copernicus. Yeah. Eddie's Mount Rushmore of well, astrophysicists. Neil deGrasse Tyson, of course. Oh, him too. Well, you only uh, allowed four. And, and Stephen Hawking. Uh, you only allowed four. All right. Well, Stephen Hawking I would put on there for sure. Yeah, by now that's, well, but the, the, in the style of our show. There, there we go. We the Mount Rushmore now is six, six people, <laughs> of course. I actually wonder because you know we make fun and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I learned all this stuff in school. Uh, excuse me, I was taught all this stuff in school, and I always wonder: is it a matter that I just wasn't? Because I'm not interested in it now. I certainly must not have been interested in it when I was being taught it when I was nine, ten, mm-hmm. eleven, twelve, whatever. Right. Do you just shut your brain off to it? Uh, yeah, there's certain things that like uh, you just. You know, you sort of you're aware of them. You maybe learn them in school, and then because they don't capture you, you forget about them. It's almost like I've asked Al this many times, or at least a couple of times in the podcast. What is the difference between knowing something or just remembering it? If that does that make any sense to you? Yes. You know, kind of like when you study for a test, you've studied it. You know it's short term, but you yeah, don't really know it's it. It's rote memory. You're just reciting something that you've you know that you memorized. That's what I've had my whole life. Right. Unless it's the Dallas Cowboys or baseball or golf, I don't remember anything. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I've always been interested in the natural sciences and space, and I used to do, I used to read the Time Life series when I was a kid for, like, entertainment. I know that's maybe lame, but I, I did, and I'll do research now. People come to my desk, and I have stuff about... You know, black holes and all this other stuff. Just, you know, as I'm, I'm eating my lunch. I'm begging you to stop talking now. Okay, sorry. All right, now that you've stopped talking, uh, thank you for that. No um, problem. This is fun, right? Yesterday and today, was this good? Oh, yeah, it actually goes by very quickly. 
Because you like the way I run back and forth in between? Yes, that's enjoyable oh. to watch that happen. Awesome. Uh, anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you've got or the, before we get to the last topic? Well, just for you know, for people who listen to this podcast who are f- uh, fans of Al Dukes, uh, and you and I have known him now a long time. Yeah. Have And, and you do this a little bit, although not as severely as Al does. Uh, something annoying will happen, you know, annoying to Al, like that someone will leave a can of soda in the control room or something sure. like that. Anything that moves his cheese. <laughs> so, uh, and then maybe that uh, that thing will happen again, you know, two days later. Uh, and these are the first two times that this particular annoying thing has, has happened. And then in Al's mind, he immediately, and hi, Al, if you're listening on the plane, I hope you're having a nice time. Try the salmon. Then it, he'll immediately say that this happens all the time now, that this is something that has been going on forever and happens 100% of the time, when in reality, at most, some of the annoying things that he complains about happen about 20% of the time. Uh, I don't know if you've ever picked up on that. I haven't. Okay. Now, but you said I do that you too. You do it, but not to like, you know, these guys are always doing this and this one is always doing that and this is always this way is so effed up. And, but the well, reality but that's is. that's more, now, uh, to defend myself, uh, that's more of a phrase. I don't think it, I mean, he, you're he, saying it literally. Yeah, no, but Al is saying it literally. And again, oh, well, you, you, you do it to a, to a, in a more, just a more normal human way of doing it. <laughs> As most people would. But in Al's mind, that these problems are now 100% persistent and, you know, all-encompassing. And it's just a little little personality quirk that I've picked up over the years. Do you think Al gets married? Uh, interesting. His girlfriend's fantastic. He wonderful. loves her to death. Yes. You think he gets married? Um, As I we are now talking about him on his own uh, podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you know... There are pros and cons to marriage. Um, at their the point, um, considering what their relationship is, and where they both are in their lives, I don't necessarily think that they have to get married to find happiness. They could just continue. Right. And by the way, if they move in together and cohabitate for seven years, they're married. They're married anyway. Now, what are the cons Run to marriage that you would tell <laughs> that you would tell someone? The cons yeah. to getting married? You just said there are pros and cons sure to getting are. married. Um, well, um, the cons would be that if it if you don't if it doesn't work out and you want out, it's harder if you're married to well, do that's that. True. That's very true. And the further complication, if you've procreated, then that's a mess, and it's a mess for the kids, the breakup, the whole thing. So those are the definite cons to it. The pros are just finding someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Have you ever had, and you've been with your your wife for a long time like I have. Long time. Right, just like me. Have you ever had that day where you've sat there and said, one time around, wow, this is it. And I don't mean her, meaning like this is life. Correct. Uh, Sure, but very early on, not in the last. Right. You know, this was, you know, like when we had been dating I guess six years. I forget when we saw. We started in 84. Yes, my God, I'm old. Wow, you're older than me. (laughs) Yeah, we started dating in 84. I was 17 years old. And then probably when I was thinking about, you know, hey, are we going to get engaged and all that, you know, in in 88 and early 89, uh, I was thinking, wow, this this is is it. This uh, should be 
if it goes well, the sum total of my sexual experiences. She was the first woman right. I had ever dated. Right. So, and I was like, wow, that's really that. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, of course you have those thoughts. You now, know? when you moved in together, because I, me and my wife joke about this a lot. Yes. I remember when we got a townhouse mm -hmm. and we bought it three months before we got married. Okay. And I had never lived with her. Right. And so I had never been out of my parents' house. I was mm -hmm. 24 or so. I don't even know, 25, whatever I mm -hmm. was when we were getting married. So that three months was going to be my three months on my own. And my only three months right. on my own because when we got married, she was going to move in, I figured, right. the day before, a couple of days before. So I'm there. I would say I was in three days. And all of a sudden, I hear her coming in. She had a key. You know, we're right. all good. One day, I hear her coming, hey, what's happening? And she got a suitcase in her hand. Like, oh, what's that? My mother told me I should probably just move in now since we're getting married in a few months anyway. I'm like, huh? Now? <laughs> like, yeah. what about like, my three months? Yeah, what? What about my alone time? <laughs> now, that was, and Good. by the way, it was fine. Like, Good thing internet porn wasn't a thing yet. Right, exactly. And we were all good. I was all good with it. I mean, we really uh, got along great. But when she moved in, and she'll tell you this the same way I will, there was about 10 days where we each wanted to kill one another mm. because of the way I would make the bed. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't like the way I put the pillows on the bed. Mm -hmm. or And to this day, the way we fill the, 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 the dishwasher, right? I can't stand the forks up. It drives me effing bonkers. Um, I'm a big forks down guy as well. I don't care Just about the safety. spoons. Yes, I right. don't care. I don't even like the spoons up, but whatever. That's fine. You want the spoons up, the spoons are up. And to the point where, like, if I ever load a dishwasher and then I see her go and change it, mm -hmm. I change it right effing back. And it, it just bothers me. But things like that when we first moved sure. in together was horrible. Laying on the couch on a Saturday morning. If I want to lay on the couch for, like, 10 minutes, you're like, we're just laying there? What are we doing? I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Ooh, but it's oofa. funny how very quickly we got very used to one another, literally within nine or 10 days. Mm -hmm. But those 10 days... I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, I, I had a similar situation where uh, we bought a house a few months before we were married. But, of course, because of my parents and her parents, we couldn't, heaven forbid, move in together until after we were married. Right. I mean, like, come on. Like, stuff wasn't going on, please. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, but we had the benefit of being, we, we went to high school together. And then we went to the same college. So, and we lived on campus. So, we didn't live in the same dorm officially, but there were so many times that we spent the nights over. So we were very used to each other. So that we had that nice four-year breaking in period, if you will. Yeah, I would say so. So it, it was really no issue. And as you observe, I'm a little a bit of an easygoing person, so I don't get bothered by a lot of I stuff. I know. That's so. one thing that bothers me about you. I know that nothing Not, bothers me. No, 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 no. Because no. I actually think I'm pretty even-keeled myself. Yes, but what bothers me is when there are things that should make you furious, you show no emotion. I'm not saying little things because mm -hmm. I'm with you. Let stuff roll off your back. I don't right. get, I coach little league like crazy now. I'm not like a lot of coaches I see. I right. don't get nuts. I don't scream at the kids. I'm pretty mellow. I, right. Even when they do stuff that drives me crazy. But when something just blatantly happens that is so wrong mm -hmm. and people are stepping over the lines, and you're just nothing. 
that drives me crazy. Yeah, I know. It's just, but it's my way. I can't, I can't help it. It's just the way yeah, I'm wired. Yeah, but at some point, though, there's got to be, I mean, my God, Eddie, the most angry I've ever effing seen you is when someone outed your birthday, which, by the way, everybody's forgotten already because nobody cares. Right. You literally were furious that day. It's the uh, only time I've ever seen you angry. Yeah, I, I was. I'm not a big But up. nobody cares, though. Of all things to get angry about, that should not be one of them. Right. Well, I mean, they did care enough to, to you know, find it out and then wish me a happy birthday. Well, that's which your I, host who likes I, to I, do I, that stuff. Yeah, right. Then not everybody else. And I uh, could, by the yeah. way, if you gave me 360 choices to pick out your right. birthday, I'd probably get it wrong. Well, I'm, I'm, and that for that, I'm, I'm quite happy. Uh, of course you are. So, show me a pulse sometimes. <laughs> well, I did that day. I was PO'd. Right, but that's I the wrong sent thing a, to... Uh, how about uh, when someone doesn't show up for work? How about that? Uh, yeah, I mean... You, you right, gotta, right, look. You gotta, deal, it, you gotta deal with it. Anger at that moment isn't gonna really get you anything. You relieve stress. But I don't have stress. Oh, my God. It's just hopeless. It's hopeless. Mm -hmm. Everybody out there should work for Eddie Scazzeri. Everybody. But God forbid you call out sick, even with 109 fever on the way to the yeah, hospital. Calling out sick, you know, not, not, that's no good. Coming from a guy who can come in here and just sit there for four hours and then leave early. But oh, I by don't. The way, yes, you have. Oh. You have left at 10.02 oh, because when you I'm don't not feel well. Right. Sure, absolutely. Because you have the ability to come in for a short shift. Uh, Some of right. us do not. But when you say short shift, I'm, I get here at 3 and that's I'm your leaving own fault. at 10. That's your own fault. That is your own fault. Okay. You are not required to be here until 5. Uh, yeah, but that's not really. Oh, uh, yeah, sad. that's that's true. You should be in at five. You should leave at one. Yeah, but you I wouldn't find a parking hour day. spot. Again, your own your own problem, not mine. <laughs> uh, thank you for filling in. Goodbye, podcast people. See ya. Oh, by the way, uh, just a quick reminder. We are off now. This podcast will not happen tomorrow on a Friday because Eddie will be out of here quickly, as will I, as soon as we can. But more than that, we don't do them on Fridays. Right. Uh, there's no warm-up. Al's in Italy. Uh, he will be gone until next Saturday. We're all off next week. I'm we off. Are, are you all off, off next week, too? We're all off next week. So the next uh, post-game uh, podcast will be on Monday, July 11th. July 11th. There you go. So we will see everybody in the Internet World, podcast world, on the 11th of July. Enjoy your fourth. See ya. It's the Boomer and Carton post-game show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.